Yeah. Did you change the intro music? No. It seems longer um, when I was listening to it before. Yo, hello, people. Sorry, trying to get everything situated. How you guys doing? Welcome back to the Full Stress Podcast. My name is 4KJ. <coughs> Hope you guys are all right. First and foremost, um, while you're listening to this. You should be on your way to vote if you're not voted, if you haven't voted already. Today is Tuesday. If you listen to this on Tuesday, so it's the day to be voting. You need to be out. Everything is on your phone, so you can take the phone with you while you go vote and cast your ballot. Because as we've been saying for um, multiple weeks now, this shit is important So Please While you're listening to this Go vote Tell somebody to go vote Promote that you voted This is um, Don't keep that type of shit to yourself Now Promote you vote Frankie how you doing beloved I'm good Frankie's here Hey Boogie's back Say hello to the people Hey Boogie Hey, Boogie's been going on her adventures. Y'all know how she do. She disappeared for two or three weeks at a time and then pop up. But welcome back, hey Boogie. We missed you. Um, church announcements. Follow the show on everything. Uh, follow the show on IG for the stress underscore podcast. Follow Frankie at Frankie Metals on IG on everything. Hashtag where's Frankie? Follow a Boogie at Peacock Under Pressure on IG. Follow A Celestial Goddess for all your holistic healing. Uh, follow at Ivy's Tico for all of your herbal needs and medicinal uh, healing and all of that good shit. Also, so uh, Peach, the the first lady of um, Foot of Stress, as she likes to say. She's doing a cold drive, so we're promoting a cold drive. That's dope. Um, oh, that's perfect she um, hold on, let me get the information before I say something out of pocket and wrong. Yeah, it's with an organization called Jersey Cares. You know, just so if you're looking to uh, donate a cold, if you have a gently worn cold, don't please don't give us nothing fucking crazy. Over, you know rip holes and then all that shit just a gently worn coat something decent that you know, don't bring nothing super raggedy something that's no no raggedy mainly warm if you have some doesn't have to look beautiful but it has to be warm like make sure the quality is decent enough no raggediness with the coats it's cold was well, gonna get cold because it was like 80 degrees the other day so i don't know but it's gonna get cold eventually People need codes. Help those who are in need. Um, you can contact her through at Peach Madness on IG, or you could contact us at For the Stress underscore Podcast on IG for all details about 
dropping off coats and where you go and everything like that. So we trying to do something good, man. We trying to help out those in need. Um, it's, it's, it's a lot going on. So it's it's do something good this winter. Nah, you guys doing? How was your week? My week, I, I don't know. My, <laughs> I'm gonna try to answer, but. Outside of everything going on in the world, this week has been long, longer than expected. I don't know why the fuck. I don't know whether it's the daylight saving time coming and all this shit. Just, it's not enough hours of the day to do everything that needs to be done. And, um, yeah, man. How was your week, friend? Good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey Boogie I've been trying I've been trying a month October anyway I've been trying a couple of weeks But it's, uh, it's for the stress You know for the stress Oh shit I fucked up the at name For for Peach Madness is at underscore Peach Madness underscore I said that all wrong Forgive me But it's at underscore Peach Madness underscore For the cold drive The deadline is December 12th So if y'all hit us up We will come pick up the coats from you And all of that good shit um, Jersey Cares Jersey Cares Thank you Because I completely forgot um, Get a little feedback In my microphone I think I got it Okay We good Shit Alright No Anyway So I'm a little unpre- Well I'm a lot unprepared this week so, this is going to be one of those situations where I'm not sure where this conversation is going to go. So, just freestyle. Yeah, hold on, I guess. But, um, I do want to start with a uh, shout out to Oprah. I want to give a shout out to Oprah. I, um, I don't really talk shit about Oprah, but I, I do have a skewed view of celebrities and celebrities. Tism. Is that a word? No, it's not a word, but whatever. I have a I have a skewed view of, of celebrities and... Would you... Like, the way they are? No, just... The way they're portrayed? I guess more of... I guess it's more of like a privilege thing. I kind of just look at them a little funny because of their privilege. And, you know, I don't really expect them to do more more than they have to. But they still in like a privileged area of life so I kind of just look at them like I don't understand the idolization behind them all the time like that whole culture of celebrities weird to me so does they bleed like we bleed they shit like we shit they regular people but they they're being glorified for something yeah but and it's not even glorified because um well I don't think it's as strong sometimes they can be glorified I mean well yeah I mean but I'm talking more of like if you're good at something I would i I want you to get your recognition mm-hmm. Like Hands down if you're, if you're doing If you're the best at, In your field But do you feel like He has the right to cut you Oh no 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 no, 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 no no But you course. know That's just That's like The way the country is built But it's just weird to me But I say all that to say Shout out to Oprah Cause Oprah was Canvassing This week In Georgia Because you know Georgia With the election coming up Well the election that just had Has happened Georgia's had a lot of issues with like voter fraud and 
the Republican Party trying not to trying to take off votes from the ballot and whatnot. But you know the the woman one running was running for governor, Stacey Abrams. Forgive me, beloved, if I'm saying the name wrong, but she's running for governor and she has a lot of momentum in the state, and they like shook, like for real, for real. So I saw Oprah just randomly like I'm going to Georgia to help canvas so we can get Stacey Abrams in office I'm like oh shit and like Oprah's usually in Africa building schools and shit so stepping into politics right so she's like um so for her to kind of just pre not even come out and just say this is what I'm gonna do is I highly highly commendable like she was on the street I don't know how much security she had with her. She probably had secret service or some shit with her. But she was out on the street knocking on doors, whatever the case may be. Now, I saw the other side of that argument I saw was, um, well, she's just doing it for a photo op. She just wants to look like she's a part of the movement and whatnot. And I just look and I'm like, so? She's out there, like. How many people gonna be like your Oprah came to my house? I'm going to vote. Or well, I voted because Oprah told came to my crib and told me to vote. <laughs> so even even if it's a, a quote unquote photo op, that's like that's some dope shit. She don't have to do that. You saying people should just shut up and I, appreciate it? Yeah, that was the long winded way of me saying that. Like, but Oprah's always been with it. It's not like this is this is new. She's always been engaged. Always. And, I, and you know what? And I and I believe that. I just I don't know. I guess because I don't follow Oprah that closely, I always hear about her when she's doing some big shit, like a school or some shit or fucking. Well, she was huge during both um, campaigns with President Obama. Huge. You're right. I completely forgot about huge. that. You are absolutely right. So like, so I am again because I don't follow her. You know, I'm not privy to a lot of this. Um, what's the word? Philanthropy. So I was I, I had to give Oprah a high salute, man. That woman's worth a billion and some change. Like I wouldn't be on the street. <laughs> like that's. But that's why she's Oprah. I know, I know. That's that's the difference between me and her. She's really out there with the people and. It's like the movie Troy when when the kid's like, I wouldn't want to fight him, and he's like, That's why no one will remember your name. Oprah's like, mm-hmm. Oprah's definitely Troy or something. Some yeah, she's of, Troy. Some type of she's that same. Well, she's Oprah. Oprah. Fuck Troy. I mean, well, yeah, she's she's her own lane of uh, lineage of royalty. And mm-hmm. um, I saw uh, Alicia Keys doing something I concert. Jordan was down there. Yeah, Michael B. Jordan was down there knocking on doors and shit. Like, um, it was a couple celebrities. I can't think of all of them, but it was a couple celebrities who were out in the streets trying to get the people together so they can vote. And if you're listening to this, again, because it's Tuesday or whatever day you're listening to this, hopefully it worked and you got your ugly ass up and went to go vote. But, yeah, I, I would like... I don't know why. I don't know why in situations like this, where celebrities do good shit, they still catch flack for it. Because there's always two sides to the coin. There's always gonna be people who are pro whatever they're doing, and people who are anti whatever they're doing. 
I said. So for every one person that's pro, there's gonna be one person that's not. But then it's like, don't we all want good shit? But then I get, then I get, then that goes back to what you were saying, where it's two sides, where everybody don't think it, it is as bad as it really is. So. Or, or one better. So let's take this Oprah situation, for example. There are people who like Oprah, and there are people who don't like Oprah. Right. Then, like you just said, there are people who believe that she's doing good for the sake of doing good, and there are people who believe she's doing it for a photo op. That's now four different perspectives. Because you can have people who like Oprah and think she's doing it for a photo op. You can have people who think who like Oprah and think she's doing good work. You can have people who don't like Oprah and think she's doing for good work. So or people who don't like her and think she's doing it for a photo op. Those are four different perspectives. So at least fifty percent of that is going to be anti whatever she does. I, all right, this is the optimist in me. But when it comes to that, well, when it comes to things like this where. It, Alright, hold on, let me get get, get my stance together because the rain is coming on. Check this out. So, like, we're in a time now where, um, for me, it's, it's like a big moment in history. Like, we're going to look back at, at this particular time period and, and say this is a turning point in American history. Like, so, I keep seeing from everybody all of you colors everybody that why is everything so political why is everything so political but it's like the reality of the situation is everything's been political mm-hmm. like it's been political since politics since the pilgrims came over here like it's always been, that, it's always been political since the inception of this country and before right so now and I think for us to be again this is the optimist in me I'm going to say some real shit later But the, optimi- the optimist in me Is thinking that We needed Trump We needed this We needed this right now As, as fucked up as it is I was thinking that just now <laughs> Like as fucked up as it is It's been a shit two years so far We needed but We needed an extreme condition We needed an extreme Because we got everybody We got we got comfortable Obama had eight years We was, we was straight Well even before that, I think just in general, we haven't had this kind of opposition in a while. Like, there's Not, always been a, there's always been opposition as it pertains to minorities, whether it's racial or gender or orientation or whatever. Um, this is the first time that the majority, like it's kind of like the, the curtain has come down a little bit. I think the curtain, I think the curtain's been burnt to the ground, and everybody sees everything. But I do, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be fair, but I do think this is also the, the statement that why is everything so political? Why is everything, for example, all about color? Why, you know, the reality is this is the first time we've actually begun to figure out how to um, mobilize our power or mobilize our our version of, of power. Hold on. Pause for the cause. I wouldn't even say that. I wouldn't say that this is the time that we've learned to mobilize our power because I'm taking it back to like the 60s movement. But that was different. That's a huge difference from what we're talking about but right hold on. now. Hold on. Hold me out. Like, in the 60s movement, right, in the ending of 
Jim Crow and all that shit. We as a community, we just talking about our community. We realized that we need to do more and we were making those steps to enter the political world, to enter the medical fields and things like that. Big, big business areas that we were kept out of for a long time. And that to me is the beginning of us realizing that we had power. Now along the way, niggas got lost in the sauce. And we kind of had this this long stretch of us just like of complacency. I don't think that's true. I don't think we've become complacent. I, I think, think so. I think so. If you're gonna get, I need time, but there's a time, there's a bigger timeline at hand that you're talking about. I'm talking, Big, but I'm saying bigger than than where you're starting, because you're starting kind of in the middle. You need to, in order for us to really have this conversation, you have to start again at the inception of this country, particularly as it pertains to race relations okay, so and if, economics. If we're starting there, then boom, we could go back to slavery. That's right? where you have to start. Okay, so we go back to slavery. We started right there. We were just lost in the land. We're not lost. Uh-huh. No, no, I'm not. not that's figur- figuratively, figuratively, mm-hmm. because if we're talking about a fuck that dude. A mental state, the mental chains on top of the physical chains. We were lost in the world. We were just I think what we, were, we are. We were we were animals. Let me ask though. More or less. Are you talking about the when they first when we were first first became enslaved? Are you talking about the generations that came after? Big the, mental differences. I'm talking about the generation that just got here. Okay, so that's not necessarily true. The people who were enslaved and were brought here. You know how we have we have our own code. You know it's a code switching. Mm-hmm. Code switching didn't start with us. Code switching started back in slavery. So there were collectives of slaves who intentionally spoke differently, different uh, different English dialect from their slave masters to prove that they were actually higher intellectually than the people who own them. Mm-hmm. That's where some of our code switching comes from. That's where a lot of our colloquialisms come from, the establishment of that mental intellectual hierarchy or uh, superiority, not hierarchy, excuse me. Um, I think the generations thereafter that were born into slavery and all of the trauma that is now attached to our DNA, that's the stuff that we've had to fight. Mm-hmm. The, the, the physiological trauma. And enslavement that you can know, chain the bondage that you're talking about. And let's fast forward, go back to your, your reference to the 60s. The 60s were, I want to say the 50s and the 60s were the first time, the end of the 50s or beginning of the 60s were the first time that we were entering, um, for lack of a better term, majority owned spaces. I think this is the first time we're. We're fully putting our money where our mouth is. And not just, I mean, figuratively, not literally. Uh-huh. Where we're like, well, we don't need to be in their spaces. This is the first time that we've, you've seen, I mean, well, we if, do- we've had it. We've always had it, but because we had to. We had to have our own. So that's the it's thing. A di- it, but it's a difference between having to have your own and wanting to have your own. Why? You, we wanted it then. I don't think we wanted it then. I think we wanted to be in their spaces to prove that we were just the same. I think I do. Because look, you, I, just, you just said this was the first time we started entering the and, and that, in their fields. In that, in that area because we needed to. And we entered those areas. we every, needed to. Yeah, because we needed Because they kept well, us off for again, so long. Well, again, our 
spaces we had to create because we weren't allowed to be in their spaces. Right. And we had, and us entering their world is because they holding all the keys. So again, we needed those spaces. But we needed to get the capital. We needed to get the capital from them to build our own shit, which is the which is the fucked up part about it. Because because once we were quote air quotes freed, we were in the land, we were here, but they gave us nothing to build with. So we so they put us in a position where we had to go back to that. So again, that's my point. We're at a space where we're in a time where we're not necessarily begging or we, we are still begging we are still fighting for for our to see ourselves in those spaces because the reality is we're the minority amidst the majority but this is the same we're, this is the first time in my opinion that we've seen both entering their spaces and wanting to create our own wanting to create our own right. not out of not out of necessity but because we recognize that we our spaces are the places that we're going to see our own growth right so but see even with that right i think the during that time period our need to have our own was built you had black wall street you had black air need uh, no no we needed it so exactly they, they but i'm built. saying we, we have i'm saying now we it's not something that oh, is okay. mandated so, it's something that we want to okay have. all right so boom look check me out so we needed that right and it was destroyed black wall street was destroyed most of the uh affluent black areas were just destroyed whether it was through but still like that was the beginnings of something that could have been way bigger right now i'm saying that now that in the present time where we're at now we've built enough wealth to where we can pick up where they left off ideally right because what i'm saying is that this is the first time that we've recognized that this is something that not only do we need but we want to have that's all i'm saying this is we it's not like generations past we wanted to be in their spaces even if it meant sacrificing our own like look at what's happening that gentrification uh, we're we're at fault for part of the reason why gentrification is transpiring because instead of us putting our money back where we came from instead of taking all the gifts and talents and uh, things that were availed to us and we were privileged to have we took it and we went to where they were but because at some juncture in time you know we weren't allowed to move into white neighborhoods okay so so look that's my point right so okay all right i'm with you so with that right and like i was saying because we've had this time period to build a certain amount of wealth i think we're realizing again what they already knew in the 60s and the time before i don't think that, that they necessarily knew that. i mean they may have but because, i don't know if they necessarily knew how valuable it was because they're being i'm saying the black celebrities or the celebrities people of color who are people of color they're now realizing it because of the climate like all of all all of this all of this started because like i was saying like this is a pivotal moment in history so now i i believe again this is the optimist talking it is a it's a situation where shit is so drastic that these the reminders of no we need our own we need our own we need our own now we have the resources to do our own shit and I'm seeing that, like I, I again, I'm, I'm real funny with the celebrities, but I'm seeing um, steps being took to do that. Whether it's 
Oprah building a fucking school, whether it's Diddy building a school, whether it's LeBron building a school, like I'm seeing and then all the philanthropy work in between that. Or like, even like Jay-Z and Right, Rock even, Rock right, even what huge. they're doing. So now um, I feel like they're this the, the celebrities who have the resources, who have the privilege, who understand or starting to understand their responsibility to the culture are moving to a point where we can have our own or we or we will have our own because it's they're trying but you know if this is america so ain't you know what i mean they gonna they gonna try to stop us at every uh twist and turn anyway but i, I just i'm just that Oprah, the Oprah being out there really made me look at it completely differently because it's. But this is a conversation we've been having for months. The difference between doing it because it's right and doing it for the photo op. The, if the end result is the same, why? What? What? Do, what? Why? Why do we care? So why are we so invested in? The, I mean, I understand why we're invested in the movie. Mm-hmm. I say that, but if the end result is good. And you know, you know what's funny with that? Like, I think now the celebrities now in this present day and age, they're kind of pressured to do it, low kid, because of social media. Because your fans, the people who support you, can be like, can be in your comments like, yo, why are you not helping so and so? Or could you come here because my kids, the, the kids in school don't have any books or some shit. Like, celebrity, like right? Like, the people. The consumers now have the power to put pressure on these celebrities. They have access. Well, they have access to put pressure on these celebrities to for, not force them. That was the right word. Force them to be more aware than they, they previously were. Because, again, there was a couple decades ago, you didn't hear, before the, the boom of social media, you didn't hear shit from these celebrities. They would drop their product and they would go live their life on a different fucking whatever like it's it's maybe not force them but definitely gives them the accountable side eye right it, it holds them it holds them accountable for things that they do and things that they don't do also it's a little harder for celebrities to make money now than it was in generations oh, past oh yeah because these a lot of all, all of these companies are um they have a social they have to have a social side to it now. We're not though they paying more attention to the social side of things now. So like and who they support and who they support and who supports them and and all of this stuff. FYI is available online. If you're curious about who you're like, let's say like I don't know. I, I like to shop at Target. I love Target. But in fact, I spent a lot of money at Target today. Um, then Target didn't like gay people and some shit like that. Don't do that. Don't do that. I'm don't trying, do that. I, it was don't something. do that. It was something. Don't was do something. that. I need you to confirm that before you throw that kind of speculation out there. Don't do that because I love Target. I live in Target. I'm going to double check. Bro. Please double like, check. I feel like that was Cause something. Because I'm not, if that's how it is, and I'm going to have to, I'm going to have no, to close my credit was, card. I'm you sure to. it's not like Walmart? No, Walmart is always doing some weird shit. Um, love Target, but you can find out who your favorite companies are supporting. All of this is, um, public record all of it so i um but yeah I, um shout out to oprah and all the celebrities out in the streets um canvassing and trying to get people out to vote I, um i've been having a conversation of i feel like i've been having this conversation for like a year now of, of um 
people not wanting to vote. And but why? What's that's the that's that's I don't I don't know I don't know I don't know. And it's, you don't and it's have like, to pay to vote unless you're like a felon or you don't have no passport or no shit like that. Like you should be out voting. I don't I don't understand the the reasoning behind. Like I've I've heard things like well you know my vote don't count or it's all rigged and all that shit. But it's like bro listen man. But if the vote it's, is but even if the vote okay so even if you presume that the vote is rigged why not go do it anyway? Who the fucking knows man. I just it's, people it's, literally had to die for our right to vote. It's, it's a mixture of people basking ignorance and just kind of like faking like they care or protest Fake, votes or, or whatever. Or faking like they're doing something special. Oh. You're not innovative. You're not new. There were slaves who who were very happy being slaves. They didn't want to. They didn't want to combat master. You're doing the same thing. You're trash for that. You're real corny for that. Go vote. It's free. My you, God. You know what that reminds me of. Y'all watch documentaries? All the time. You watch documentaries, Frank? All the time. There's um, a documentary. There's a few documentaries on Netflix. It's called one. One is the all from CNN. One is called the 1970s, the 1980s, and the 1990s. They're all, you know, um, document doc words. Documentaries of the decades. Thank you. Cause I was struggling. Um. They're on they're, they're, they're on Netflix. I started watching the 1971. That one is like like you you, you ever see some shit when you're young, and then you see it again when you're older. Well, not like young, young, but relatively young, like maybe 18 or some shit like that. And you see some something again when you're like over 28, and it has a completely different meaning. Like a, music too. Like the 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 document the document documentary. <laughs> One day I'm gonna say words perfectly. You got this. I got faith. The documentaries of these decades. Like it it made me realize I ain't really shit changed too much. Everything is a it's pattern. Everything comes back. Like nothing nothing really changed, man. Like. Well, the '70s. I'm, I think the, the part I'm on now is the period where America was obsessed with like serial killers. So, like, was it Summer Sam? Like Summer Sam, Zodiac Killer. Um, um Je- Jeffrey Dahmer was that the '70s? Yeah, Je- Jeffrey Dahmer. No, no, no. Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Jeff. I think Jeffrey Dahmer was. Ted the 60s. Bundy. Was Jeffrey Dahmer the '60s? I don't know. I, don't I have know. a thing about serial killers. It's important to know. No, it was Ted Bundy. It was Manson, and it was Jim Jones. Yo, listen, man. Jim Jones, man. Jim Jones, not the rapper. Shout out to Dipset. But Jim Jones, I didn't realize how fucking wild his coat was. So Jeffrey Dahmer actually started in the uh, 70s. Started in 78. So he started at the end of the 70s. Yo, I... It's wild, it's wild to think that we had serial killers at one point in the country, right? But the fact that Jim Jones... Was able to convince 300 plus people To drink the special Kool-Aid And kill their own children Yo, everybody The the documentary showed footage of Hundreds of people Dead Kids, women He almost got his children Like his Some of his kids got away Yo, how? And he was adopting children How? Because Yo, that Yo 
that was he's but wild, you, bro. He does a he's a wild dude, yo. But to be fair, he's a wild. That's I think like the <laughs> probably because I watch so many fucking thriller movies and all that shit. The this this I guess regular serial killers didn't bother me that much. Manson didn't bother me that much. The Zodiac Killer didn't bother me that well, much. Well, technically, um, Jim Jones wasn't a serial killer. But he, he was a cult leader. But then. Is that not a serial killer? If you kill multiple people, he didn't kill them. They, they he led them to kill themselves. He didn't technically lift his hand to kill them. Yo, okay. The seventies had a lot of cult, a lot of cult things going on. Period. I, I that shit just threw me for a whole loop watching that shit, man. Like I don't like. Excuse me, but to be fair, people, people, especially desperate people, are always looking to, for somebody to save them. I know it's a different time and, and, and But it could happen right now I, It is happening right now Oh yeah clearly Yeah you're right It's happening at this yeah. very moment Yeah people and are drinking the Kool-Aid Blissfully And it's not Nothing that they're physically dying from But we have We have individual bubbles of culture Who don't communicate with each other This is how you get Fucking white nationalism And fucking right wing And all of these Proud boys, MAGA boys, and all that type of shit. Because we are in a fucking bubble, and that's their Kool Aid. And again, nothing has changed. That's what these documentaries and this week has shown me that absolutely nothing has changed. I don't know if the progress we made is as major as we make it seem. Progress is progress. That's a fact, but we got we. We're not where we were. We gotta ch- we gotta check the percentages on these things because that shit. If it was at like a three, it's maybe at like a six now. But it's not at a three anymore. You gotta take your win somewhere, I guess. You gotta find. You gotta find it. Yeah, but I, I'm so I'm, I'm binge watching documentaries, man. I watched Quincy Jones's documentary. That man is a a. a Nothing short of a genius. I don't know what did. You def- did y'all watch the Quincy Jones documentary? I've actually been. It's on my list. I'm too busy watching no one too. Yeah, I don't fuck with scary shit. I um, didn't mean to. It fell in. It just fell in my lap, and I couldn't finish. I couldn't go to sleep. And I, like, I wasn't sleeping. Like, right. I had to finish it. I um. We're all music lovers in here, and. If you love the history of music and just how it brings things together and just the overall, just what music represents, like, watch that Quincy Jones documentary. That, that dude, like, I think he was born in, like, the 40s or some shit. Hmm, no. I don't, I'll listen, fuck the particulars, I don't have all the facts, but. How old is Quincy Jones, like, in his 70s? No, he, like, 83, 84. Oh, there's no way. Then he was probably born in, like. I guess 30s? Yeah, maybe somewhere 30s, 40s, some shit like that. But just even like even from him being born in Chicago and just his journey from dropping out of school to go play the fucking No, he found yo, okay, real quick. I ain't gonna give away. I ain't give away the whole shit, but real quick, right? So he was like 13. No, no, I'm lying. He was like he had to be like 16, 17. Right, his mother is a schizophrenic, so she ran away from home. So it's just um, his father, and I think it's like 
five siblings or some shit like that. I think he's the youngest. So he was like cut school and all of this shit, broke into a um an armory, found a piano and taught himself how to play the piano. Wow. Wow shit. Taught himself how to play the piano. Then from there he was going to different jazz clubs in the city trying to get on as a a, a pianist. Is that how you say it? Yeah. yeah. So funny word. But it's he like the nigga um nah penis is a it's fucking funny as shit. But um There was no pause there, I'm proud of you. Proud of you. Growth. Life is about growth and balance. But um he taught himself the piano. He taught himself how to play saxophone. He taught himself how to play trumpet. He taught himself how to play um some other shit. Like all it is at like between the ages of 16, 17. 18, he's in the club playing with all of these legendary jazz musicians and shit. He he said he used to play for Count Basie mm. and fucking um Dizzy Gillespie and motherfucking yeah. um um I can't forget I can't remember the woman's name. She was a legendary jazz singer back then. All of these, not fu- Ella Fitzgerald. Yeah, Ella Fitzgerald, and and another lady. I can't. Th- I'm sorry, beloved, but just like 18, doing all this shit. Compose. He taught himself how to fucking compose music. This nigga's a genius, bro. He's a fucking genius. He t- he. So he he was composing for Dizzy Gillespie at like 18. Mm. Over he he <laughs> yo he curated a band. 18 wow. curated a band took them overseas hitting different jazz spots he was overseas from like 18 like 23 or some shit 24 the nigga's a genius bro he's a fucking genius from there he he dealing with all types of r&b and blues and bebop grits and all of this shit who i there's so many i can't even remember them all right now and then what does he do michael fucking jackson Whitney Houston like this nigga is a fucking genius bro I can't wait to see the documentary him being involved with hip hop and all this shit doing peace summons when Biggie and Pac got killed like beefing with Tupac beefing with Tupac beefing with he started beefing with Tupac they pieced it up he was trying to do the summit between Pac and Big they get killed he does it by himself he created Vibe Magazine Mm -hmm. this nigga's a fucking genius bro generationally too like he's in, like generationally invested son that shit yo like i it's like a, it's like two hours maybe i i could i could not move could not move i ain't pick up my phone i could i was sitting in awe watching this man's life wow he had a, he had a fucking brain aneurysm at his mid-20s had to get brain surgery to get it out they told him he'll never walk again. He'll never play the piano again. Two years, two years later, he's walking playing the piano. This nigga's a fucking genius, bro. I might have to watch it when I go home. Two strokes, survive both of them. Functioning. Functioning. Right. A lot of people don't function the same after strokes. His second stroke at he had because he's like maybe eighty four now. He had last year. Again, yo, you'll never play the piano. He's playing the piano in the documentary. I want to see that. This, and it's a, on Netflix, right? It's on Netflix. Yo, Quincy Jones is a fucking genius, bro. Quincy. 
I like I'm I've like as a music fan, like I always saw my mother when my mother would have the vinyl in the house, I would see the Quincy Jones records and me being a, a fucking music nerd, I would read the back, I would read the credits and the linear notes and all that aligner notes and all that shit. And you'd see the name repeatedly. I would over I would see over. the name repeatedly, Quincy Jones, Quincy Jones, Quincy Jones. And it just never really I'm just like cause you know, because of my age, I'm not really thinking he's as big at that time that he was. He was multifaceted. Because during that time when I I'm like I'm born I'm 87 so like by the time I was cognizant enough to to read linear liner notes and listen to music on my own it was like the 90s and I'm deep in hip hop sprinkled in with the R and B shit and he was still doing R and B shit he's a fucking genius bro please watch Quincy. Like this, the, this if if you have a passion for anything, and you're not inspired by that documentary, I don't know what to tell you. That shit blew me away. Fucking Quincy, man. I haven't talked. I haven't stopped talking about that shit since, obviously. But shout out to documentaries, man. I, I've 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 come to realize that that's my alternative for me watching the news and depressing myself. Um. Non-stop Documentaries Are depressing But it gives It gives a perspective Of where, What we've come from And you know A nigga likes to learn Shit sometimes So Shout out to documentaries Um How you gonna shout out A documentary You always shout out Documentaries man I um It's a What the health Changed my life You ever saw What the health You saw You saw Ever saw What the health those are head nods that y'all can't see them, but those are head nods. Yes, but um, that shit made me look at McDonald's different. Come on, man. I don't listen. This is this is the per- so this- you gonna use McDonald's right now? I have McDonald's in front of me. <sighs> you need to watch what the health again. I think you need to mm. do business. Well, I'm I'm still um. That's a that's a great segue. I'm trying to I I'm, I I want to eat healthier, right? Like, you know, like in my house, we don't really eat too much beef and shit. We eat a lot of chicken and fish and all of that. But I'm trying to lean off of the chicken, and this shit is not working. You can do it. You just gotta, you have to plan before. Because I was pescatarian for a few years. It's not easy, and it gets boring. But I, I, you, you gotta plan. You gotta, before you decide to just, because in order for you to get off the chicken, you can, it's not even like a lean situation from experience. It's like you just have to cut it off. Like every time you go to buy chicken, you have to say like, no. Um, you have to, you really do have to plan ahead of time. Like, be aware of your other options. This chicken is like, it's like the crack of meat. Yo, listen, I, I'm, I've, um, I've realized that I'm a um, addict when it comes to that, and I've been watching um, a lot of people I respect. Like, yo, shout out to Styles P. Styles P kept me out of jail. Styles P is completely vegan now, right? And and I'm not there yet. I want to, Mm-mm. but Mm-mm. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm like so like vegan no. or vegetarian. No, bro is bro. Styles is completely vegan. 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 I can't. That shit is OD. Now I see a lot of people out like the vegan movement is is, is something like yo. It's so so. Oh, yo. 
I respect all my vegans out there. I respect you because that takes a lot of de- dedication and it takes a lot of discipline and it takes a lot it's a of whole lifestyle change. Yo, I just I I just researching it. I'm just like, nah, Yo, you can't even eat like nothing. You gotta have like you gotta have everything from pancakes. scratch. Everything has to be different. I like eggs, okay? And that's funny because I have I have some friends who don't eat chicken but still eat eggs. And I'm like, but that's that's chicken. But it's It's chicken. It's a chicken embryo. But it's an egg, so it's all right. It's a chicken embryo. So what came first, the chicken or the egg? The world may never know. I don't know. It's a chicken embryo. Like it's still chicken. I, 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 that's like, 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 I don't eat beef, but I drink some, like, I, okay, okay, I'm, listen, I'm not going to bash myself too much. I, I'm, I eat decent. I eat a lot of fruits, I drink a lot of water. You know, I don't, I may partake, I do, I, do, I love fried chicken, I'm sorry. I partake in fried chicken. You ever had whole wheat battered fried chicken? I, 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 that's like, that's like a, and then once in a while I will, I want like a burger, but I'll go to like a chicken spot and some shit and get a burger and some shit. But, so like, I know that, and you know, I'm, I, I want to be here. I want to be healthy. I want to be mobile and all that shit. I know vegan is the way to, to immortality, but it's just like, yo. Yo, I'm going to, I'm going to play devil's advocate. Yo. I was having this conversation with, with one of my best friends, humans are classified as car- carnivores, correct? That's a fact. Carnivores, in essence, mean we eat meat. That's why we have canines. So, are we going against. <laughs> don't, don't bring Mother Nature. <laughs> we are not carnivorous by nature because a carnivorous animal has all canine teeth. We only have four. Frankie. The rest of the teeth are for vegetation. Thank you with the facts. So then, okay. So, but we still so have, yes, wait, but we still, the, but we still have canine we teeth. We only have four to be able so, to choose through certain things. But yet, out of those four, all the other teeth are made to masticate vegetation. I don't know what you just said. Masticate means to chew. Ah. Okay. Vegetation means berries, wheat, other Just other type of uh, growing things, but meat itself, it's not meant for us. Even our intestines aren't made to fully digest red meat. Okay, so, so what's, when, where, where did the establishment of us eating meat come from? Because it came through the adaptation of man trying to survive in the wilderness and not having vegetative area. That's what okay, separates. I was just having. I was just saying. That's it. That's all I was saying. So never mind. So let me finish my answer. I'll go for it. Go for it. So the white man, for example, who lived in the mountains, had no vegetation. They had to rely on eating other animals. That's hunters and gatherers. Whereas the Niles and the Euphrates, that's where you see vegetation. That's so where you see what's uh, the what's the, the word of what's the word for mammals who can do both? Is it omnivore or some shit? Damn. I should have paid attention more in fucking biology. But um it's something where we can do both. I f- it's 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 this carnivore, herb- herbivore, yeah. and it's something where it classifies us as being able to do vegetation and meat. Well yeah, we can still eat meat. It's possible. It's not impossible, like it's impossible for a rabbit to eat meat, but that motherfucker might eat another rabbit if it's if it's starving. 
It's just not in his diet. So like, but we're not supposed to only eat red meat. That's kind of my point. You can eat red meat, and if you needed to, you can kill a person and eat them. But I'm not recommending that a whole life of eating red meat it will be good for no red meat. Digestion. No, no red meat is a dub, like through and through. Like I have, I've never um, well pork. I was never raised on pork anyway, but. Like just beef is that's just a dub. I haven't had I don't eat beef as much as um I used to. But I'm trying, man, with this chicken, man. I'm I'm gonna um be more forthright in my decisions about what to eat. All that um I saw, <laughs> I saw a funny meme. Shout out to shout out to Instagram. It said uh white people found oh. Uh, White people found leftovers and start calling them meal preps. So I felt like we've been doing this shit. So I'm gonna have to meal prep and check the leftovers. Cause I, I want to, man. I want to. You and, can do it. And Style and Styles Pizza is a whole fucking gangster. So if he can fucking do it, anybody can do it. It's uh Shout out to Styles P. Shout out to D Block. I, um, I hope y'all voting. <laughs> Seriously, I hope y'all voting. Right, do y'all want to um? Do y'all want to discuss this Cardi B nigga thing? For what? It's trash. The whole situation. I just want to remind y'all that here for the Stress Podcast, we are ahead of the curve. A few episodes ago, we introduced we reintroduced um celebrity death match. Now, if y'all would have listened to us when we tried to give y'all this idea, these issues between one Cardi B and one Nicki Minaj wouldn't be um, happening as they are. Well, officially now they've pieced it up, but did they really? Like, no, they didn't. But you know, they, that's that fake. I'm just gonna be positive and we gonna act like nothing else happened. So. You already know what all of that's about. Like, come on. Like, come on, Nikki. You not, you not, um, come on. You just let it understand. off. understand. If I don't like you, I don't have to talk about you. Like, I don't, I don't have to, all this is stupid. I, um, it's just stupid. I really just feel like they should just, they need, that's, that's the only thing that's going to solve this. They just need to get into a ring or get into a dark alley by themselves and just handle it. I think they should just leave each other alone. Just don't talk about me. I won't talk about you. I'm gonna do my thing over here. You do your thing over there. Don't block my money. And that's it. Let's move on. Like this is stupid. Shout out to Cardi for giving us new memes and new gifts and all of that shit because she's a fucking superstar and I appreciate her unintentionally looking out for the community because as many receipts as she had, how she was saying it was fucking hilarious. It was fucking hilarious. So shout out to the Queen Cardi. I um I don't know what's up with Nikki. I I feel like um I have a whole, I do have a whole theory on that, but I'm not gonna get into all that right now. I'm just saying I I just Nikki need to relax. Everybody chill. Put your fashion lines out. I still don't understand why Steve Madden had to say something, but that's neither here nor there. Let's get y'all money, please. Like, we got. I hate Steve Madden shoes though. We we got. So I'm glad they got him out of here. Fucking um, 
That's random. I'm sorry. Yeah, white people trying to kill us. Like I don't. Like, no, gotta, no, no, no. I didn't say that. No, I'm saying that they like I. We gotta beef with that shit. Maybe a couple of months down the road where things a little more stabilized. I guess. It. I just. I don't know. But um, I was tempted to talk about the dude that we have on embargo. No, because of no, we, because no, no, we already agree. We agree we're not talking about him anymore. No, no, go back. Let's go back. <laughs> no, so no, we agree. We agree. It's so funny. Okay, I'm not. I'm not going to get. No, no, just wait. Wait, hold. No, on. I'm just saying this. I'm just saying this. Let me just say this. Let me just say this. He's a clown, yo. He's a fucking clown. He's a fucking clown. He's a clown. He's a fucking clown. Bozo, homie, Tommy the Clown, Ringling Brothers Circus Clowns. He's all of them. He's a fucking clown. Go ahead. Go ahead. He's a... No, I don't want to... He's just a clown. He's just a clown. And that's all I kept thinking, like, reading the tweets. Like, yo, he's a fucking clown. He's a clown. What? You gotta unfollow. You gotta have to, like... I did, but come on, like... He's a superstar, so anything that he says is gonna be everywhere. I don't, I, I, I don't even know what he said. I don't even, I know what he said, but I didn't read it, and I'm glad. Like he, he just like. As a matter of fact, it don't even matter what he said. It don't matter. Nope, it's just he's a fucking clown, and I just want to remind y'all. I've been saying this for months now. He's a fucking clown. Start last year or this year? Yeah. Oh, this, this year. It was just this year. No. Top of the year. When did he meet with him? The other one. When did he meet with the devil himself? Was that last year? No, not that was last year. But See, it so wasn't. Big. It wasn't as like turnt as it is now. But I feel like that's when the ball. So for like the last year, let's say. It was like he said. He went up into. It's like we said here. He went up into the elevator, came down somebody different, and I just again, he's a fucking clown, man. You know that's a that's a good segment it's so much music and a rare occurrence of music releases um i usually don't like everything that comes out on fridays when all the new music drops but i like everything hold on i know her came out with her second her that's fire her dropped the project called i used to know I just don't know her volume two because I like, I like I don't I can't decide yet. I like both of them. I like them both for different reasons. I feel like different, like different um, sentiments. Like the first one kind of felt like the kind of music that she's been doing, mm-hmm. but this second one, like the the beats are different. The instruments. She's she's hers like she's wildly versatile. Like she can she can do. I mean anything. I ain't gonna hold you. Like she, she can, like, she can probably do anything. I think she's another one. Like on some prodigy shit. She on some child prodigy shit. Like she, she pays the, she plays the piano. She plays, she plays a few instruments. Like I think she composes her music too. Like she's, she's different. The music is different on this one. Like, she's different. And this one's like almost um, or two kind of like resonating themes. One was like kind of political. But not really. But like, it had like political undertones, and then the, it was kind of like sad. Like, it was yeah, sad. It's, she, it was she, yeah, she took a different direction on this one, but I enjoyed them both. I haven't decided on which one I like more yet, but shout out to her. She's like, I 
I've been a fan of her since she came out. Do you follow Colors? I do. I follow Colors. Shout out to Colors on YouTube. Colors is a is a um, music um, site. I don't, that's like the most basic word I can say because they do mad shit. But it's a music site where they get different performers. I think they're based in the UK. They get different performers performers to perform their songs from all all the genres rap alternative electronic folk different languages like french yeah different languages and all types of colors is fucking fire colors is fire and so i watched that often i think i i just watched the last one where some white dude with a big ass santa claus beard rapping in like polis or some shit it's like colors is fucking dope but along with that i've listened to what else did I like? Metro Boomin came out with something that's dope. Action Bronson came out with something that's dope. Styles P dropped a new one that's dope. Swiss Beats dropped a new one that's dope. The good brother Vince Stables dropped a new one that's dope. Takeoff from the legendary Migos dropped something that's dope. Currency and Freddie Gibbs, two of my personal favorites, dropped something that's dope. The Gucci Man song you was talking about with Bruno Mars and Kodak that's dope. I've loved everything. I have no complaints about it. I, about, I have no complaints. No, I'm lying. Okay, listen. Real fast. Swiss Beats. Okay, he's a legendary producer. He's done legendary shit in hip-hop. He's he's philanthropist. He's married to Alicia Keys. All of that shit. He's, he's a pillar in hip-hop. I want him to stop rapping. I want him to stop rapping. I love Swiss. You gave us Rough Riders anthem. Like nothing can top that. I want you to stop rapping. You can do your hype man shit and, and get the track turned and all of that shit. Please stop rapping. Like he he's rapping on his album, right? And he raps before whoever's featured on the track. And I have to bear through his rhymes or fast forward because I want to hear anybody except him. Please stop rapping, Swiss. Please. I love you, Swiss. The culture loves you. You're a legend. Please stop rapping. But that's my only complaint. That's my only complaint. I I, I thoroughly please with everything that's came out this week. I um I even went back because, you know, like you're saying about the, the Quincy documentary, I went back to listen to old Quincy Jones shit. I listen, I've been listening to his dude album. I've been listening to his, you know, how um, when I listen to that on Apple, they have the Essentials playlist. I've been listening to that. It's obvious. Music has been great this week. Absolutely. I, I did listen to Last week, I didn't listen to it. I listened to Now's album. I like it. It's grown. It's grown. Is 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 I didn't unlike I know I I, I I words. I'll be full transparency. I don't like it at first. Nas, this is Nas. No, now, now, oh, now. She's, she's, I'm sorry. She's, she's, I was gonna say Nas dropped no, some shit. Now is on. The, no, now Nas is on Swiss album. Oh shit. He has a track called Echo. That's fire. Oh uh, yeah. You mentioned that track. But now is a singer. I think she's from overseas. Yeah, she's English. Um, she her project Saturn. Um, and now now that it's growing on me, she is like it's a. I hate the I hate this word. I hate this word. I hate this word. But it's a fucking vibe. It it's is. A, it's a vibe. I've, 
I didn't. Mind. It was the same for me when I first heard it. I didn't know. And it's not that I didn't like it. I didn't know how to digest. That's it. that's better. That when I first heard it, I didn't know how I felt about it. And usually for me, when I listen to projects and I initially don't know how I feel about them, I end up loving them. I liked the middle before I liked the beginning and the end. I think I I think I picked up in the middle. Yeah. Like the, for the first couple. Yeah. The first couple of tracks, I was just like. Eh. Right. And, and then, boom, when she got like the Saturn, I think, is that? Yeah. Yeah, that shit was just like, okay, I see what she's doing. Yeah. But shout out to Now. Shout out to Nas. Shout out to all the ends. Yeah, you was here. I, I like Elements album. I, I really get this. I could really get this. Listen. I really get this. I really got to sat with it. I really got to, to sit, sit with, with it. it. Words. Yeah. I really got to sit with it. And. That joint with her and with her and her gut feeling, Whew. everything from gut feel that to close. Heat. First of all, let me back. That's heat. I want it to be known, or I mean, because you're in a relationship, right? Do you find that when you're listening to like certain songs or certain albums that? I mean, I guess this is everyone, but do you inadvertently like connect to it differently? Well, yeah, I think of course you're going to, but I think that's with anyone who's in. A similar situation you, you find something in music That you can relate to On that level and, and, I, and, that, and that Sticks with you And I'm saying that Because I have Now I have several perspectives On things And I find that Stuff I listen to One way Like you said earlier You listen to it one way And then you come back to mm-hmm. it And you've gone through something It makes you listen to it differently mm-hmm. That's how LMA's album does that to me Badly In a good way Um God bless you for that. I, I, yeah, I've, I've um, she was another one where when I, I, I ran through it the first time, I was just like, eh. And it was cool. It wasn't trash, nothing like that. It wasn't whack. But now that I've got to sit with it, it's just, I love this fucking And she's album. telling a story, which is so important. Like, I miss those. I, I do enjoy the internet making fun of her because she has speeches at the end of every song. Well, she was spelling out her name. I know. I know she's being artsy and metaphorical and all that shit but it was just, it was just funny because there's always a speech at the end of the song I'm just like we get it you're good with words I feel you but I like I like that aspect because it added to the storyline she was talking I mean the whole album is talking about the transition from being single to kind of like dabbling in relationships mm-hmm. and dabbling with your yeah, multiple she, partners she covered the whole spectrum of, of, of yeah. love so to speak and then when she got to the end it was like I am Ella May I was like okay it was cute. Yeah, it was just like, go ahead, go ahead, Miss Ella May. But nah, but um, all of the music has been super, super dope this week. I have, I wish, I wish more weeks were like this on the music side where I can just enjoy and just bounce in between albums. It's been so long. It's before. like the last quarter of the year. Just really, good really, really good music out. And trust me, this will help you ignore all of the real bullshit that is happening. I. Okay, I'm gonna ruin the mood again. They shot up a yoga school. They shot up a yoga studio. What? Some blooding and thugging? Not even blooding. Boking and loking going on? Gangbanging? No. It was white man, white man. White man and a white man? White man doing white man shit. Oh. He walked into a yoga studio, killed four people, then killed himself. Why? Who fucking knows, Where was man? This? In Florida, of all places. 
Didn't you say that? I, episode? I, I keep telling you Twenty cutoffs. We got Florida. We, we gotta. We gotta cut off Florida, yo. That state is fucking weird. I love all my Floridians, but y'all state is fucking weird, man. It's, it's been. This is all of this shit has come from Florida. The bomber, the dude with the fucking. No, that's that's Pittsburgh. Sorry, but the bomber, this guy. The two, the two older black men who got killed, like, oh no, no, I'm lying. That's Kentucky. Fuck. But I'm, whatever, nigga. Florida is weird. It's fucking weird, man. And you know, I got off on a tangent. But I say all that to say, use the music to to try to process all of this fuckery that's going on out here because it's it's a lot. It's a lot. So, um. You should have voted again. Y'all should have voted. There's no reason. It's Tuesday. If you're hearing this after the fact, it's past Tuesday, so you're really late. Please go vote. I hope you voted. Five, six a.m. in some areas. They close at eight, nine in some areas. You got all day. It takes ten minutes, if that. I'm lying. Twenty minutes if there's a line. Twenty minutes if there's a line. Four minutes voting. Maybe I'll, I'll, if you already know what you're going for, it'll be 90 seconds. Please go vote, man. Please go vote. Um, I think I think that's it. I, I didn't. I was completely unprepared this week. Forget me. I'm life. But um, follow showing everything. Follow showing IG. I'm contemplating shutting the Facebook page down because it's just I'm still in like a weird relationship with Facebook where I don't really trust everything that they're doing you keep saying that and I keep saying but Instagram is owned by Facebook I know but I I don't know Facebook is Facebook just seems too invasive for me like the application the application itself it just seems too invasive for me like they keep sending me notifications to give them my phone number like I'm just you know what's funny I remember when Facebook like I mean we always should it's come a long It has long and I just way. I don't I'm not feeling where it's at now. But in the meantime, in between time, follow the show on okay. IG. IG and iTunes. Yeah, we're on um Apple Podcasts. Uh, the IG is for the stress underscore podcast. Follow uh, Frankie at Frankie Metals on IG at Frankie Metals on everything. Hashtag where's Frankie. Follow A Boogie at Peacock under pressure on IG. We are doing the cold drive, okay? For Jersey Cares, it's for Jersey. It is not specifically for Jersey City because that's where we're based out of. But if you're in Jersey and you want to donate, you can hit us, hit me at for the stress underscore podcast, or you can hit Jersey Cares. At Jersey, at, um, <laughs> Jersey Cares and hit peach at underscore peach madness underscore. We're taking all of the coats. I might be at your door picking up coats. Whatever. We're trying to do something good here. Help out the people. Okay? Thank you. I appreciate your time. Now, um... Yo, shout out to... <laughs> thank you, because I almost forgot. Shout out to Ivy Tico. <laughs> Follow, um... <laughs> Ivy Tico for your... <laughs> Herbal needs. Follow at Celestial Goddess. At, follow Ace at a Celestial Goddess for all your holistic healing. 
And, um, Niggas don't give a fuck about nothing except <laughs> getting these getting this money for the holidays. Um Thanksgiving for the stress. Cause it's on the way. And food is a is a healer. Shout out to my grandmother stuffing. Go vote, nigga. We out.